Welcome in, guys and goos. I hope you're having a very safe and wonderful Halloween. Um, how about some football, though, huh? Sure thing. I know we're we're both coming off of highs this week with the Lions and the Seahawks. Yeah, and we're back. We're After back. a hiatus. After a hiatus. Uh, thank, you for, thank you for bearing with us. It's been busy. Um, yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't be there to tell you guys to pick up Trey McBride. Uh, <laughs> it's all your fault. And it is my fault because, god damn. I think it's too late. It's too late. No more Trey McBride. And if he's still on waivers, like, now you got to pay up. <laughs> I got him for free. I got him for absolutely nothing. I got him, I got him for zilch. And now he's like, I'm just going to play him the rest of the year. I McBrides think. these days don't come cheap anymore. Yeah. Let me tell you, they don't make them like they used to, ladies and gentlemen. So congrats if you had him um, or got him because uh, I think that he'll probably be pretty good the rest of the season. I absolutely agree. Especially with if Kyler Murray returns. Um, Which he will be. I think that's the plan. I he's just been don't practicing. Think- I think this offense throws so much to the tight end position. He was already overtaking Zacherts. Yeah. And now it's just, it's all him. Yeah, I know. So I think. Like props to Trey McBride. I mean, he's only done that in two seasons, so. Yeah, two seasons. Usually it takes a while for tight ends to emerge. Yeah, but not anymore. This is a blow up for McBride. And he was drafted in the second round. He, mm-hmm. uh, last year, uh, when he was drafted, profiled as the best tight end in yeah. the draft. Absolutely. Um, and he's looking like it. And he, yeah, I mean, he's showing why right now. He's showing McBride. Also, fun fact, I was researching Trey McBride because I was so happy um, that he won me my fantasy week. And he is the first um, NFL player with uh, a same-sex parents. Oh, really? Yeah, he's two moms. Really? Yeah. So Cool. Good for Trey McBride. Yeah, I mean. We love that representation. Yeah, representation there. That's Uh, cool. So, yeah, fun little fact for you guys. Um, other games, uh, the Raiders are awful. <laughs> in, in other news, uh, they just fired Josh McDaniels. Oh, huge news. Can't believe I didn't say this immediately. Uh, just the, 49ers, the 49ers are now no longer at the top of the NFC West. <laughs> That's the breaking news. That throne has been, re- has been taken by the Seahawks. The Seahawks are their, better than the the oh my god with their with their right with their defeat of the Browns right. in exciting fashion. It was a pretty um, good game actually. It came down to the wire. Uh, one of the one of the better games this week. It was a very entertaining. Lots of turnovers. Oh yeah, and lots of like high stakes football um, plays. When you know DK had a horrible game, but he made some great blocks that, that he helped, did. especially on the final drive that he did that helped us uh, win the game. So. Uh, he was very important in that victory. Absolutely. Um, we almost watched that whole game. I know. Well, I was glued We're glued to, to the seat. Yeah. We're glued to the edge of our seats. It was kind of a slow week. You know, we're in the midst of the 16 bye weeks, you know, eight and nine. There was no buys this week. Yeah, it was. Dude, there was a lot of buys this week. Last week, that was. What What teams were on buy? Let me check. Um, who was on buy last week? I don't think there were any teams on buy last week. Last week. I'm pretty sure, right? Am I cray cray? There were no teams on by last week. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm I'm which lying. doesn't make any like any sense. Like why would you just 
concentrate it in specific weeks and have one week where there's no buys yeah. doesn't really make sense. Week 13, there's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six teams on buy. Great. And then week 14, there's only two. So whatever. I guess that's just how the NFL decided they're going to do it this year. But this week we have a, a lot there's of teams people on buy. people on buy week 14? Yeah. That's the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, Cardinals and Commanders are both on buy. Really? Yeah, I just looked at it. No way. I will triple check right now by week schedule. But right now we're really going to see one of the first big bye week things influencing games. I know I have a couple huh. people. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, wait, no. Fantasy playoffs is week 15. Oh, okay. I'm thank guessing God. that's probably in- definitely intentional. But Yeah, thank God. Um, Yeah, we're going to see one of the first like real influential. We got... The loins. No, there was one the week before this week. Yeah, but this is this is the first kind of b- the big one in terms of fantasy implications because you get the loins. I th- no, I, last last week was pretty big too. I think there was no there was no one on by. We just we just established no the this. week before. Last oh, week. the week prior. No, 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 no. no. Listen, 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 listen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, the lions, on by, and that's all. That's that's all I gotta, I gotta say. See, that, really, that's why I think who are you're we hyper fixating on? Who are we gonna cheer for this week? Uh, what am know, I gonna do? Maybe, maybe the team that doesn't—that's already been on their bye and is on top of the NFC West. Because I cheered for the Lions when I was on bye. Who are they playing? Oh, the Ravens. That's yeah. gonna be a good game. I actually the have Ravens that in my who notes. beat your Lions. So who who do you want to win this game? Would you rather the Seahawks lose and validate the fact that the Lions lost, or would you rather the Seahawks avenge the Lions and beat the Ravens? We'll see. We're going to have to see. I think Pete Carroll actually is going to be able to probably scheme around Lamar. He seems like he's the type of guy who knows his players really well. Seahawks defense. They've been looking really good. I don't think they've let any team over 20 points. We're going to have to fact check that, but they just let the Browns score 23. 20. 20. Over 20? Is that what we're doing? Is that where we're going? I think so. All right. It, or if, if all, right, all right, all right, all right. It's fine. I have a fun fact for you. Okay. Welcome to the middle of the season, Finn. We've reached the middle of the season mark. Feels like it. Feels like it? Yeah. It's last been a long year season. I was like, wow. But this year feels like it's kind of been a long season. I'd say it's definitely like a lot has happened in this weeks. And I don't think it's for lack of awareness or, you know, the opposite of that. I think we've been abundantly aware. But, you know, in terms of the grand scheme of things like or actually we're not at the halfway point. That would be next week. Well, we're entering the next week. Welcome to. Yeah. Once once week nine happens, then we're at the halfway point. I just week nine and ten. This has definitely been I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I think this has definitely been the most challenging fantasy season and analysis wise it's hard there's a lot going on especially at the running back position lots of things there's lots of like loose strings that you need to like figure out and players who are underperforming and you can't figure out why it's just been quite tumultuous and i all my teams suck like all my teams are so bad and i don't know what what went what went wrong but it's like my my teams are pretty good but I have like I have a I have good. That's because I'm a demon on the waivers. I mean, like, I have some all right. I have my well, actually, I have a couple teams that are really good, but I'm like two and six in one league, and then I'm three and five in the other one. It's just like, it's just a, I just seem stuck, you know? Just seem stuck. Yeah, like, I think your team in the Chapman League is not very good. I need to make some moves ASAP, but it's just kind of like, 
with what? You know, all my all my running backs are gone. Pukanaku is a non-factor, and like, yeah. Wandale Robinson, Justin Fields it's is tough. injured. It's it's been. I've got the injury bug in both leagues too. It's just yeah, you're not. I think it's also there's just kind of a the NFL, trade Mark Andrews. The NFL, I should actually. The NFL is kind of a changing landscape, with different different ways that rules are being interpreted, but also different offensive schemes as well. Yeah. And I think defenses are getting smarter. It's changing of the guard right now. I think defenses are getting a lot smarter in terms of like if you want to get real technical with it. If you're looking at like advanced analytical analysis, blah blah blah. It's a lower scoring season. This all year. that boring. That's not so, an advanced stat, but. Like, there's a lot less touchdowns that have been scored this year. Well, when I'm talking advanced stats, I'm just thinking, like, teams are literally getting smarter. You know, they're utilizing all this wonderful technology to, like, you know, try and gauge plays, understand numbers and stuff. We're in the process of football's Moneyball era now. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You ever watch Moneyball with Billy yeah, Bean? Yeah, kind of. It's like the nerds are the nerds have really possible to the same extent. It, I I would hold your I would hold your tongue just a little bit because I think the nerds are starting to take over football. Like Mike McDaniel, like fucking Mike McDaniel. I just want to shove him in the locker, honestly. Hold his vape above. I want to sh- hold his vape above his head. Be like, oh come on, Mike, jump. You got it. <laughs> come on, Mike, you got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> Some pent up rage. Man has yeah. never played football his entire. You know who we. Re- Every team needs a, a real hard-nosed football player like Dan Campbell. That's a that's a real coach's coach. That's Clint a hurt. That's a man's man. coordinator in the Seahawks. Just a big man. Just a big man. Just a huge man. But I think the nerds are starting to infiltrate the NFL, and that's okay. Honestly, it's evolving the game. And all respect to Mike McDaniel, I just kind of wanted to take a shot at him because he's, he's kinda, a great coach. He's a great coach. He's just kind of a dork who vapes during games. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. We need more vape representation. <laughs> Dan Campbell be popping upper double upper deckies and a U-boat. No kizzy. Yeah. He got an upper decky peppy. He's a zinner. Um, should we go through our... Are there any other things we should talk about from this week? Let's just make sure. I have a whole recap ready if you want to go, All right, go over it. Let's just run through that real quick. All right, we'll do lightning fast. We got the Thursday night game, Raiders versus Buck... Or, not Raiders versus Bucks, Bills versus Bucks. Excuse me. Yeah. Good game with some high flying offense on the Bills and Josh Allen breaking again into thirty point territory. Yeah. Sad if you're playing against them, which I did. This Sunday we had some good teams well, playing bad teams. Don't forget about Rashad White. Rashad White, Seven yes, he did. Catches for seventy yards. Very productive game. You have to feel good. I feel how are you feeling about Rashad White? Well, it's two games in a row where he's been very like involved in the passing game and gotten some like really good passing yards. I feel like. That's what he's good at. That's what he should be doing in the NFL. Yeah. And I think it's a good sign that he's being involved in that respect a bit more. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I think that raises his floor a lot. So uh, I think it's hopeful. I don't. I wouldn't say, like, you're overjoyed about it, but I would say, like, it, it's not a bad thing. You know, it can't be a bad thing. Yeah. It's only, it's only, gonna help it's only it. trending upwards. So that's yeah. good. Anyways, moving on. We had some good teams playing bad teams. We had the Ravens and the Cardinals. Lamar didn't produce as Gus Edwards took the brunt of the load with three touchdowns. Nobody else scored except like Mandrews. Mandrews had I think twelve Mandrews, points. Mandrews had, had a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, but it Lamar was didn't really have to do just anything. Gus. It was the Gus show. Lamar didn't have to do anything. They just rode the Gus bus to glory. Almost thirty points in both half PPR and full PPR. Yeah, because he doesn't catch balls. It doesn't make a difference. He has no hands. He might as well have it's nubs. It's not what he does. He has nubs that he uses. Anyways. We have the Dolphins and the Patriots. Finn's dominating the passing game. Raheed, another poor game. But we're going to write it off as another kind of passing 
heavy-oriented game. Patriots, not something to slouch at. You know, Hill and Waddle continue to produce as well. And, of course, Chiefs and Broncos. Chiefs, once again, dominated through... Wait a second. The Chiefs didn't dominate. What was that? Ooh, scary. What is... What's what's going on? It's... it's That's right. That's right, Chiefs. The Chiefs' Your time has come. The Chiefs' lost. Your time has come. Your day of reckoning. <laughs> Your time has come, Chiefs. I just hate the Chiefs so much. <laughs> it made me so happy. And I kept on seeing Get owned, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes undefeated in road division games. No, uh-huh. no longer. The glazing could, could, could continue Only no further. Only the glorious Broncos could end and he just looked bad. The glorious too. Broncos. Like, like, like they, they just, the Chiefs were just bad. The wonderful on Pat Sertain. The Chiefs were great on defense. Oh, Chiefs yeah. defense, I started them. They were, they were balling out. They had three turnovers or something like that. Blocked a field goal. Bunch of sacks. Interception or two. Yeah, and they still managed Patrick to do Mahomes it. just couldn't do it. You know how they did it? They did it with Javonta Williams. That's how. I think Corlin if Javon- Sutton had a good game too. If Jav- but I think if Javonta wasn't, if Javonta wasn't ready. To, to put in that work, I don't think they would have won that game. Anyways, I think that the Chiefs got what was coming to them. I think they got to start being a little bit more competitive, and they got to be they got to be ready for anything. You know, they're not those illustrious Chiefs that they were, once were. They're still with those middling wide receivers. You know the drill. Anyways, Travis Etienne once again dominated the running back position with twenty five points, half PPR. Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill putting in work with a combined, I believe it was 55 to 57 points. Rashid Shahid had three catches for 160-something yards and a touchdown. Three targets, too. Three targets, three catches, 160. He's just the definition of a field stretcher. He's like, but he's a very good field stretcher. Oh, he's fantastic. He's a great player, honestly. And he makes me feel, he makes me regret every time I mispronounce his name. Rashid Shahid. Rashid, Rashid. A.J. Brown continually doing A.J. Brown things. And finally, we get to Monday night when Jameer Gibbs arrived. Welcome. Well, he, it's two weeks in a row now. Come on. Welcome to the league, Jameer Gibbs. 26 carries, week. 152 yards and a touchdown, totaling for 27.4 half PPR. Finn, any reactions to Jameer Gibbs coming out? Well, like I said two times, it's like the second week in a row. Yeah, but were you, were, you ex- were you expecting this? Against were you the Raiders? This? If there's a team he's going to do it against, it's probably the Raiders. All right, that's fair. I, I think that that's I'm fair. not not to diminish what he's doing because yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's showing. This is why he was drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, even if people disagree with that, like there's no arguing that he's a first round talent. It's just positional scarcity that would have made teams value him in the second round. Yeah, but I mean, this is who he is. Like this is what he can do. You know, especially yeah. against a bad defense. Um, and I, I don't think it's a breakout though. Like that breakout happened last week. This is just like a punctuation mark. Okay. So I think like, um, I don't know, like if David Montgomery isn't there, like this is what you're going to get probably. This is like what he can do. Yeah. And your, your floor is probably still like eight points, nine, nine points. points. Yeah. But All right. you'll take that. I like that. I like that. That's exactly why I asked you that question. Looking ahead to week nine. We have some classics on the horizon. Cowboys-Eagles, of course, going to be a great game. Bills looking to stamp out the rising Bengals coming off a win on the 49ers. I think the Bengals are going to win that. I think they they have a really good shot. I think the Bills have historically been able to 
finagle their way into a win. I think that the Bengals beat them in the AFC. Remember? Oh yeah, they've beat them twice in the AFC if I can yeah, remember. In the ch- in the playoffs. In the playoffs, and finally Seahawks Ravens. I think that's gonna be, be that's gonna might be the defensive game the, defensive battle. There. Might be the might be the game of the week. I think that could might, be could be really fun. Could and be. Finn, anything else to add moving forward? Uh. Just some good football. Just some good football. I I'm love ready. Any week where teams that people love putting at the top of their rankings all get lose, to play, yeah, all just lose to yeah. teams that they shouldn't lose to. I'm happy, <laughs> especially when those teams are teams I hate, like the Chiefs and the, the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, if only the Eagles will lose soon yeah. enough. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll all right, happen. let's get into starts and sits. All right, our sound effects still we aren't here. Have sound effects. They got deleted. We still haven't been able to. <laughs> <laughs> Starts at six. Wow. Starts at six. Me out. What is that? Ten, nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five, four, Starts in six. three, Here comes. two, Here comes. one. <laughs> it's even better. Starts and sits. Okay. All right, we didn't. We we weren't there last. We week. We weren't there last week, so we're starting off with a clean slate. I All say right. we just get right into it. Finn, your yep. starts. All right, I got three starts, three sits this week. All right, right, all right. Let's do the starts. A lot of them are in the same matchup. Really? So my starts: Daryl Henderson oh. at Green Bay. Bad. I mean, great matchup yeah. for a running back. Um, he's involved in all facets of the game, especially with the way the running back position is right now. He's a good start this week. Yeah. Um, especially if. Stafford is hurt, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Just a bona fide Rams running back a, if I've ever seen A one. high floor, I think, for him this week. T. Higgins Ooh. versus Buffalo. Right. I think that right. the the secondary has gotten better with their uh, with their trade with the Titans, but I think that T. Higgins, I think that the Bengals can put up points on, on the uh, Bills, and I think this might be T. Higgins' explosion game. All right. It might. Um because okay. he does that. He, like, it'll be quiet and whatever, you know, and then so all of a sudden he's got 30 points and three touchdowns yeah. and whatever. And my other start, and this is for you tight end needy people out there who missed on uh, Trey McBride, missed on Michael Meyer, uh, missed on Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid, Luke Musgrave. Hey. If, you, if you were looking for an option hey. this week, I would start Luke Musgrave. Another in the L.A. Rams-Green Bay game, but I think he has a good matchup against yeah. the Rams, a uh, bad team against tight ends. All so right. those I are like my it. three sit starts. All right. Starting off, we got the Thursday start of the week because, of course, we moved to Tuesday, so I got to take advantage of it. It's George Pickens. Titans allowing more rush or more yards to those big-body receivers, those field stretchers, and those sideline contested catch guys. Well, who's throwing it to him? We'll see. Oh, it's Kenny Pickett. Kenny it's Pickett Kenny is Pickett. starting. Okay. He will start. I did my research. Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, rest in peace, and Michael Pittman, all those big body type receivers all have scored well against the Titans. I'm looking for some high upside potential for Pickens here. Also, on a good touchdown streak. So, you know what? I'm projecting 16 points. Start Josh Jacobs. He looked good against the Lions and the Raiders. If this, if the Broncos weren't on butt. I don't think butt, you're ever sitting Josh Jacobs. I sat Josh Jacobs last week. And you are a fool. Well, I started I started Javante Williams instead. Didn't Josh Jacobs score more points? No. Javante had 18. Josh had, like, 15. So. Well, was there someone who scored less than 15 on your starting lineup? Isaiah Pacheco and Raheem Mostert. 
You can't blame me. You can't blame me. What am I going to start, Gus Edwards? I should have. He was on my bench. Anyways, I'm going to start Josh Jacobs, blah, 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 Giants suck. You can rely. There's a couple things you can rely on in this world, and that's death taxes and Josh Jacobs getting carries. I'm expecting catches. Getting catches, too. Getting checkdowns. I'm expecting some positive game script action for Mr. Joshua Jacobs the entire game. And finally, one of my what-the-hell starts of the week, Marquise Brown. Kyler Murray is back, baby. Get ready for some deep balls being chucked down he, field. We don't know yet. He will. Back. He will. Clayton Toon might be there. We're, so it's kind of a question mark right now. We'll see. Um, we'll see. But yes, I it's agree. it's either or. But if if Clayton Toon is starting, is Marquise Brown still a start? Hmm. No. I think Trey McBride still. Is. Trey McBride. I mean, tight ends kind of don't really need any. Because you're I'm, just getting, I'm doing air quotes here. You're getting the dink and dunk. Yeah, I think tight ends are like second in line to running backs for like check down masters. Anyways, yeah. another start for those four. quarter. Yeah, wow. I've got four. This I'm one's kind of a. This one's kind of a. Have. I've got three. I have uh, a. T- this is more of a tidbit because it's the bye week and we had a couple quarterback injuries. Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson now pretty much out indefinitely. And unfortunately, Kirk Cousins, rest in peace, uh, towards ACL or towards Achilles. Yeah, way worse. Oh, poor Kirk Cousins. Not like this. Not like this, Kirk. Um, It's starting Baker Mayfield. Remember, this is the bye week, and I will be looking up to stream Baker Mayfield here on the waivers and hopefully take advantage of a matchup here. Texans are no slouch, but I I have no doubt that Baker will be looking to throw and run at least a little bit. I don't think the Buccaneers want to lose this game, and I think that Baker's going to be playing it's with a get some, right game. It's a get right game, you know. And in my head, he's probably one of the least risky quarterback streaming options I'd say this week. I can see that. You like that? You like yeah. that? You like yeah. that, Finn? Yeah, it's a good streaming option. All right, let's get into the sits. My first sit is my third. Uh, f- my four. I have four players in this one game. Uh, Jaden Reed. Sit, Jaden Reed had a good game last week. Oh, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, right, that guy. The Rams. That guy. Bad matchup. Uh, I would be a little bit concerned about starting all of the Packers this week, um, except for Luke Musgrave. Except Luke Musgrave, I think will be good. Um, I think because Christian Watson is hurt. Romeo Dobbs, you could probably still start. Yeah, I'm uh, not so I'm not so confident on Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs. Well, I think Christian Watson isn't going to play, right? Really? He's injured again. I'm not sure. Poor guy. Oh uh, no, he's not. I if if they're all healthy, like I don't know if I'm starting any of them. Um. And my next is Pukunakua. Oof. Sit. That one's tough. And that's that comes with just if, another tough. Sit. If Stafford isn't playing, which he's not. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's any chance that he's going to play, especially after a thumb in his age. If Stafford is playing, is not playing. They'd be a fool. It's a bad to matchup play. in the first place. They'd be, they'd be a fool to play Matthew Stafford. Yeah, honestly, there's just a lot of reasons to avoid L.A. Rams wide receivers in this game. I mean, and even Green Bay wide receivers. Man, it's just a shit show. It's like Cooper Cup. Cooper, what are you going to What are you going to do about you, him? You got to play Cooper. You got to play Cooper Cup. I think Puka Nakua benefits so much from Stafford's tendency to just target the same people over and over. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if... His go-to guys. But Cooper Cup is genuinely, like, he gets open, you know? So, I don't know. Cooper Cup, I would still consider flexing. Okay. Gabe Davis, 
at Cincinnati is okay. my other sit. He's been on fire this season. One of the I think he might even be a top twelve wide receiver. Gabe Davis. Of the year. Yeah. Um, he might be. And you know this is what you get from Gabe Davis. You had <laughs> two weeks under two half PPR points. Yeah. And then twenty. Uh, but this is not going to be a twenty week. This is going to be a low week for Gabe Davis. Here's a good stat. On the on the times that he's scoring no touchdowns, he's averaging five, three points actually. Yeah, and when the game scores a touchdown. It's like fifteen, sixteen. It's when he scores a touchdown, it's seventeen. Wow, that's so, crazy. Just uh, just letting you know that if, if, if he catches the balls, if he's targeted downfield and he catches the ball and scores a touchdown, and he does his job. Yeah, he'll have a good. He'll week. have a good week. But that, I don't. It's a staunch Cincinnati defense. I think that they'll keep him under wraps. Yeah. I think Stefan Diggs will have a good game. I hope they keep Gabe Davis uh, under wraps. James Cook will probably have a few uh, targets, receptions. With Leonard Fournette, Dalton though. Kincaid. With Leonard Fournette, <laughs> though. It's not, Come on. It's not a playoff. Come game. on. <laughs> Let him eat. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. So those are my sits. All right. <laughs> my sits are... Derrick Henry or any Titans offensive players, maybe not. Against who? Named DeAndre Hopkins against the Steelers this Thursday. You'd sit Derrick Henry. I would sit Derrick Henry. Wow. He's coming to an end. The King's the King is stepping. He's been good. The King is stepping down. I he's feel it. I feel it in my I feel it in my body. I feel a little tingling sensation. I mean he's hurt. He's limited, but last week he had fourteen points. He was averaging 4.6 yards a carry. Against whom, may I ask? The Falcons are a good defense. The Falcons are a top rushing defense. I'm fitting. I say stats and stuff. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry's been good. Yeah, all right. I think the Steelers, I think that they, all, this is also going to be. A, four catches. What? Yeah. You can't do that. You're not allowed. He's, to do <laughs> he's not allowed to do that. What the hell, Derrick Henry? I think the Steelers, this is also. This is also going to be a get-right game. For the Steelers, and I think that they know how to exploit. You think the that. Steelers can get right? <laughs> <laughs> the way you just looked me in the eye. <laughs> Do you really think the you Steelers really <laughs> can get right? Maybe. Do you think I, the Bears are going to get right? The Bears will never or the, get right. Or the Raiders are going to get the right? The Steelers are still a respectable franchise to a degree. They still got have some hope. They still have a roster. What's that, their record? It's like three and five, four and... I think it's actually better than that. They're not positive. It might be four and four, actually. Four and three. Oh, my God. They're actually ahead of the Browns and the Bengals right now. Jesus Christ. That division, every team has a winning record right now. Cool. Yeah. We love that. They're crazy. It's a good division. Anyways, I think the Steelers, I think if there's one thing that they can do, it's that they can exploit fraud offenses. And I think the Titans just kind of, they have a rookie quarterback, and they know what they're they're coming up against. Um, Anyways, next sit. Gus Edwards. Hate that guy. How dare you take away volume from Lamar Jackson? Anyways. This is a spite sit. This is a spite sit. No, but the Seahawks have a good rushing defense. They and I do. Ex- and I expect Pete Carroll. I thought about Gus Edwards as a sit for this week, but I also, like, I feel like when I bet for my the Seahawks defense, like, they, they, some, like they just let me down. That's the thing. You need to, you need to bet against... You, like you need to bet against your team. So if you're if you're wrong, then your team wins. But if you're right, then you're right on air. So it's like, yeah, you can't go wrong when you do that. Except you you never get like the ultimate high of being right about your own team. Yeah, that's just you're just you're just cruising for a bruising if you're if you're doing that. 
Anyways, I expect Pete Carroll to be wise enough to like maybe scheme around the Ravens just like a little bit. And he's been doing it pretty well. I mean, he if if I'm Pete Carroll, I'm experienced, I'm seasoned. You know what you have with your defense. I mean And you know what they've been doing as of late. And you know that Bobby been, Wagner is just an amazing run defender. And I don't I think that Gus Edwards is a fraud and he's a sham and he's not gonna get three touchdowns and so he, who did the Ravens play? The Ravens played the Cardinals. Yeah, he's and, not going to score thirty points. And he has, he has some like maybe higher point ceilings and full PPR, but like again, he has nubs for hand, so it's like he's not really going to be in the checkdown. I think like Zay Flowers or Mandrews are probably going to be more confident starts for me, but no way I'm starting Gus Edwards. Anyways, finally, sneaky Justice Hill game, sneaky <laughs> Melvin Gordon game. Melvin Gordon game. Jesus. Yeah, I hate myself for bringing that up. Anyways, finally, my what the hell sit of the week. Sit Dallas Gogurt. What? Is the matchup bad? What? Cowboys have allowed only 50 over, have allowed over 50 yards, excuse me, twice, and four touchdowns total to tight ends. Three of those touchdowns coming from George Kittle in the same game. Cowboys are staunch, all right, with the tight end position. And I know Gogurt has been good. But I think you should be tapering your expectations this week. All right, look out. What are you looking at? What do you? What do you? What are you? I'm just looking at stats. I looked at the stats this week. I was. I was. See, I'm seeing Dallas is a good matchup for tight ends. Are they? I don't know. That's Thank just you. what this is telling me. I looked at the Dallas Cowboys against tight ends this season, and the whole thing is inflated by George Kittle. Because really for his explosion game. When you take out George Kittle, it's like, uh-uh. It's like there's no there's no way tight ends are going to score anything. And, like, I mean, I love George Kittle, but he's an outlier. He's an outlier, but... He has explosion games. He has explosion games, but that was my starts and sits. Okay. Cool. Are you are you ready to get into the holiday mood, well, Finn? It's, it's not holiday. Well, it is Halloween, Halloween, after all. Halloween isn't the holidays. Yes, it it's is. It's after Halloween that it becomes the holidays. So let's. No, I don't know. This is get the spooky cake. first. Let's get spooky. Let's first. get spooky before we get festive. All right. Happy Halloween, Finn. <laughs> Are you ready to enter the? F- <laughs> Are you ready to enter the good, bad, more crypt of poor fantasy performers? Ooh, <laughs> I just hard clipped. Sorry. Come on, man. Anyways, welcome to the crypt. Oh, here we go. What is <laughs> welcome to the crypt, Finn. <laughs> I have the ghosts of formerly good fantasy players now in the depths, forced to wander amongst the dead. It is up to you to seal these ghastly specters back in the crypt or let them Did walk. Did you write a script for this? Or are you freeballing right now? <laughs> I didn't write a whole fucking script. For this? What? Uh, no, keep going. It's good. Are you ready <laughs> to let these men stay with the dead or walk amongst the living? What do I have to do? Listen up. I have a couple of ghastly specters here, and they need your opinion, Finn. Of ghouls. They have a couple I have a couple ghouls, perhaps little goblins. Okay. Ready for your judgment. Okay. Who's that? Ooh. I'm Damien Piercing Pain. I have totaled only 300 rushing rushing yards on 100 attempts with only one touchdown. With no receiving upside and a line that's ranking one of the worst in run blocking. Uh, 
plus a young quarterback with three promising young receivers. Uh, where shall I be sent, Finley? To the crypt? Or shall I remain in the plane of mortals with the likes of Najee Harris and Javonta Williams? <laughs> I don't even know what you're asking me. Should I? Am I dropping them? Is maybe, that what you're asking me? Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not dropping Damian Pierce. Because I think that there's... Uh, I just think that like the name value is still there a little bit with him. Um, and I think that the path to being fantasy relevant is more clear than most of the running backs you're going to find on the waiver wire. Oh, yeah, that's fair. So do I think he turns it around? No. Is he destined to ride the bench forever? Uh. Yes, unless something happens. Okay, know. so for Damian Pierce goes to purgatory then. He's in my yeah, he's in purgatory, but he's, he's kind not, of in the crypt purgatory. I'm not sending him to the abyss. All right, not locking him away in the crypt forever. No, I think that Ooh. if you can get someone who still believes that he can turn it around to trade for him, Finn, who is think that? About that, do you hear something? Ooh. It's you, dude. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Vampire Smith. Devonta Smith? Yes. He had a good week this week. Did he? I'm only averaging. I'm not going to. I don't know if I can do this voice the whole time. I'm averaging only six targets a game and play second fiddle to the best wide receiver in football. Ooh. The Eagles offense have a lot of mouths to feed. He had, nine, he had almost 20 points. I'm week. averaging 13 points, but have only scored double digits in four games despite Despite being drafted in the low second round, ooh, okay, and I okay. only have three I'm touchdowns. Stop, I'm gonna stop you there. I'm gonna stop you there. Ooh. I'm gonna stop you there. I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> At this point, the draft is like two months past. You're like we're so don't even think about where you drafted Devonta Smith. Like what Devonta Smith is is what he is right now. He's not the player. He's not second round player. Okay. It's like Puka Nakua isn't a undrafted like waiver wire guy you know it's like it's like that so you're not dropping devonta smith no no what are you gonna do with him then you're i mean he's in the, he's in the crypt of disappointing fantasy me, players me, honestly yeah but like sure he's disappointing and you're like sad that he's not the guy that you wanted but are you really gonna drop devonta smith like no. seriously like and also what other players are you going to find that can give you, like, 25 in a week that you know can give you 25? Like, that's, yeah, that's a, a within clear. the range. It's, it's a it's like a it's like an expected range of possibilities, you know? So, yeah. Well, you're not – I mean, maybe this is – I guess maybe maybe you don't have to drop the player, but it's just, like, maybe, like, your take, you know? What are you, what are you even going to do about Devonta Smith? And I guess you kind of answered the question pretty well, but – I think if there's someone who's I think really – off of Devonta Smith because they, uh, I don't know, they still think of him as like a second round player and he's really just ruined their season or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that you should um, try and get him. Really? Yeah. Beast. Because he has two 20 point weeks, uh, two other, you know, like low teens weeks. And then he's got a few stinkers. Yeah, a few stinkers. But speaking of stinkers, you take that risk. 
Ooh. We're gonna do a little pivot here. Ooh. I'm Scary McLaurin. Ooh, this one was a gimme. Ooh, drafted as a high and wide receiver too. I'm barely cracking the top 24. And now Jahan Dotson has scored and now targeted me in my last two games. Ooh, and I've only had two touchdowns. Ooh. I have cracked double digits in five of my games, but I'm averaging less air yards than the likes of Chris Godwin and Gabe Davis. Ooh, I'm so much more talented to them. Where shall I go? What is my fate, Finley? <sighs> you can really, you really like this voice, don't you? I think that <laughs> I think that this one is stupid, and. Terry McLaurin has had more than 30 targets through the past three weeks. And, like, so what? He has two touchdowns. Like, he's getting targeted so much. Bless you. Bless you. Um, he's getting targeted so much. He has more points above 10 than he has under. He has five points, so you're wrong. He has five games scoring above 10 points that's what i said i said i cracked double digits in four i said five of my games we can watch it later i have in my script what does that say finn then you said it that's wrong. a five it says four no that's five right there oh, I'm just in five of my games uh you did say four though no i didn't uh but like <laughs> i like i don't know like He's literally giving you exactly okay, what you dropped okay, him okay. for. He's what, giving you wait, what, well, what is his fate? What is his fate? We're not talking about dropping anymore. What do you think is going to happen to Scary McLaurin? I think he's going to be fine. You think he's going to be fine? Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. He's a talented wide receiver, and the commanders are passing like a ton. Okay. I don't think Jahan Dotson is going to really like take that much from McLaurin. He's only, it's only going to be Curtis Samuel and, and Dotson fighting for targets. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. I can think of a funny name for him. Do you hear something? Ooh. Yeah, imagine I'm about to hear something. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm Pat Buried Alive. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. Oh, come on. That one was good. Come on. That doesn't even fit. That doesn't even make sense. Pat Buried he's Alive. He's hurt. <laughs> yeah, he's Buried Alive removed. I have been banished to the injury reserve for my crimes against the Steelworkers Union. Ooh, and I oh have no God. slated return time. I was a tight end one at the end of last year, but I've now only played four games. And now Deontay Johnson is back, and George Pickens is breaking out as the number one receiver in the Steelers' offense. Ooh, what He's am not. I? Gonna, what am I gonna do? He's not breaking out because Deontay Johnson has out-targeted him and outgained him both weeks. Has he? Yes. Has he? You could say that doesn't make it less true. <laughs> I still think George Pickens is breaking out. As I still think he's good. I don't think he's the number one. I think he's on pace. He's starting to become and flesh out into a number one wide receiver. Plus, Mitch Trubisky played last week. All right. And George Pickens and Deontay Johnson only had one. I think George Pickens had nine and Deontay Johnson had ten. So, all right. All right. Did he? Is he? Anyways, back to Pat Buried Alive or Muth. Do you drop me or shall I ride the injuries reserve forever? Just if you have an injury reserve spot, just keep him there. Like, really? Yeah. What whatever. about if you have Justin Jefferson or Pat Fryermuth? Why would keep, you keep Pat Fryermuth instead of Justin? Because he's Jefferson. a solid tight end, is he not? I think it's pretty simple. If you have a player that's better than Pat Fryermuth, like Kyron Williams, Justin Jefferson, 
Devon A. Chain, obviously they have priority on your IR okay. over Firemouth, but there's not a lot of players that you can just like stash on your IR that are more valuable than Firemouth. Okay. So shall I live in purgatory yes. until I come back? Yes. Interesting. All right, now this one's not a drop, okay? Okay. Just get ready. Do you hear something? <laughs> that was not That was fitting. a bell. That was not a fitting sound effect. Sorry. Who is this? Will you decide the fate of Chris Boulave? <laughs> Chris Chris Boulave. Ooh, I'm ranking as the 32nd wide receiver despite being drafted in the second round. I'm averaging double-digit targets but only have one touchdown and have seen significant regression in both my production and air yards after the return of Alvin Kamara. Ooh. Alvin seems to be the engine of this team and will I be left in the dust to suffer the weight of a mid-Derek Carr and Taysom Hill? What is my fate, Fiddly? Uh, <laughs> I think, um, it's a stumper, hmm, a little bit of a stumper for you. I think that he will be better by the end of the season, and that's just, like, my opinion. You gotta hope that Chris Boulave can pull it together. I think that in terms of, like, players that haven't produced that feel like they should be producing, like, he is, like, at the top of the list. Really? Just, I mean, look at... Go through, like, the games he's played and the two games where he has, like, pretty poor uh, target numbers are when Derek Carr and him were both hurt. And all the other games, he has, like, 10, 11, 11, 10, 15, 9 targets. Just, like, a ridiculous target share. Yeah. Plus, it's worth mentioning, after the bye week going into the fantasy playoffs, you got Atlanta, Detroit, Carolina. I mean, we have Chicago this week. Giants. Rams. He has I mean, okay, also, here's a stat for you. Alave, one dropped ball this season. One dropped ball. So it's not like these passes that are going towards him are his fault for for not catching them. Right. He's just being missed. And he's still having the ball thrown towards him. He's just not catching it. Because it's not catchable. Yeah. And so I think that it is possible that it improves. Um, and in terms of upside, uh, for someone who's ranked at like 37 right now, 32, 32, yeah. not a lot of wide receivers that have the upside of a wide receiver one or wide high end wide receiver two that All are right. currently ranked at a wide receiver three. What about Marquise Brown then using that logic? I think a similar situation. Um, although the path is a little bit clearer with Marquise Brown. Yeah. Um, once Kyler Murray gets back, I think, if he gets back, that's the question mark. But I mean, we, they just they did a pretty good vote of confidence here trading away Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. I don't know what, I don't know what that says to you, but... It definitely says that it's Kyler Murray time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, they could also just be tanking. That's the thing. That's true. They really could be tanking. Um, but I think that... If Kyler Murray's back, like we'd seen Kyler Murray and Marquise Brown, and Marquise Brown just gets thrown the ball over and over and over. And yeah. so he's going to be better. Um, 
yeah, I don't. I mean, they're. I think they'll both be better by the end of the season. I think they will too. You got to. You got to hope they might not. I think Alave might not reach his second round uh, price. Potential. Yeah, but I think that he will be better. Okay, I like that. I just think that like both of these players, T. Higgins is another example of this. Are their efficiency has just been horrible. Mm-hmm. They have huge volume, like monstrous volume, but their efficiency has just been awful. Yeah. And things just haven't been going their way. Yeah. Honestly. And I think that it's, if you're looking at buy low, like that's what you want to target. Yeah. If like you need the Olaves, the Browns, and the, the Higgins. Yeah. Although I don't know if you're ever going to get T. Higgins again. I mean, He's kind of just locked in right now. I think that. He, well, he hasn't hit 10 points like any of the past like 10. I've just, in in terms of who my, who I've encountered, the people who have been with T. Higgins have been pretty, pretty solid with him. Just I could have gotten T. Higgins for Rashad White a couple of weeks ago. Well, I mean. But Rashad White kind of might be more valuable than him. Kind right of now. a middling running back, too, which is really good nowadays in the trading yeah, market. It's worth a lot. Anyways, I. There is still one more in the crypt. Okay. This one's really scary, Finn. Ooh. I'm Deshaun Watson. Ooh, and I have no clever name because I'm a monster normally. I was drafted as one of the ten quarterbacks in most leagues, and I've played in only four games, and I've only scored over 20 points one time. Ooh, and I've only thrown four touchdowns and rushed for one. I'm currently injured right now, and where, where shall I be sent now, Finn, aside from the state penitentiary? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you have a spot on your IR, like keep him there if he's listed out, <laughs> but drop him if if you don't. Just fucking drop him. If you have a, I mean, unless you like are starting Jordan Love and like you thought he was gonna be your guy and now you just like lost, lost, or you had Matt Stafford and Jordan Love, and like, now you're lost, and now you're just like or Kirk Cousins and Jordan Love. He's worth like sp- like speculatively like rostering. Yeah, um, I know one person in my league, one of my fan, uh, one of my ESPN leagues. He drafted Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson. Jesus Christ! In hopes of one of them being a good quarterback, and one of them was. One of them was. Rest in peace. Why couldn't have Kirk just... Cousins was playing great this year. He was like top four in all metrics, in all in all regards. Not just fantasy. Like he was. A- good quarterback oh yeah when i say the like the metrics i was talking about was just like quarterback production and like he was just a really really good quarterback and i really hope he recovers but yeah you're dropping deshaun watson yeah i mean if you if if he's question if he's listed questionable and you don't have space on your roster just just drop send him to the crypt i'm starting sam howell over him if i ever like every time i get the chance really i love it Love it. Do you think Deshaun Watson's gonna score forty points for me? This, like, did Sam Howell score forty points in our in our six point passing touchdown league? He scored f- like thirty nine point eight. Nice, dude. Thirty nine point nine eight. I love that. Oh yeah, he did have a really good. He week. was the he was the QB one this week. That's sick. Like, Deshaun Watson is not gonna do that at any point this week and this year. And <laughs> Ever. Also, also, that was against Philadelphia. Right. Not a bad defense. Looking good. 
Already the ranked eight quarterback now with that performance. Exactly. So oh, let's go, Sam Howell. That's I'm the ready. upside you have with Howell that you just like, and you get him for free off of waivers. Like, yeah. not right now, not after that. You yeah. know, but if you picked him up, you know, that's what I did. I had Deshaun Watson, and I traded. Can we talk about our trade before oh, this yeah. is over? This is the this most is the, the spookiest cursed, thing. The spookiest thing of all. So earlier this season, <laughs> I, I picked up Puka Nakua off of waivers, and I was really happy, but I was worried about Cooper Cup coming back. Right. Um, I also picked up Jerome Ford after we had our bidding war, um, and I <laughs> traded you both win. of them to you, right, along with Jared Goff for Chris Olave and Anthony Richardson because I had Deshaun Watson, and I didn't think that he was going to be my QB. Intelligently, so. Uh so I was like, okay, Anthony Richardson, he's going to be my guy. He's been averaging a ton of fantasy points. Uh, I think he's underrated as a fantasy QB. So I traded, and I thought Chris Olave was going to bounce back and be, and like <laughs> this was the lowest his value was going to be. Yeah. So the, I think the rationale was there, and I had running backs. I mean, in theory, in like week four, that was a good trade. Yeah, and like I didn't need Jared Goff if Anthony Richardson was going to be my guy. Right. And then just – Pandemonium. On both sides. Pandemonium. And I had Justin Fields, too. I had Anthony Richardson so, and Justin Fields. I'm like, oh, I got Justin Fields. I don't need two mobile quarterbacks. So the, let's start from the beginning. The beginning is the game after I trade for Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson he's out for the season. Season-ending shoulder surgery. So all of a sudden, I traded Jared Goff, Jerome Ford, and Puka Nakua for Chris Olave. Just... Not very good. And then, and then it gets better because then Jerome Ford got injured. J- Jerome Ford got injured. So now it's like we're getting a little bit more even, right? right? Then Chris Olave gets arrested <laughs> for speeding. Chris Olave got arrested. And now and he hasn't gotten better. And now, I mean, he has gotten better from the awful like two <laughs> weeks where he scored like very few points. And but now Puka Nakua is without have, Matthews. Doesn't have Matthew Stafford. So now we have. We traded a whole lot of non-factors, and then we got Jared Goff. I mean, Jerome Ford is playing again, but he Kareem is. Hunt is also kind of taking and a P- larger role. And Pierre Strong's like he he didn't do that bad, right? I will say. Like, so now it's like I, I I mean, am I winning the trade now? Are you? It's kind of hard to tell. I mean, like Chris Olave I think for it's just Jared a wash. Goff. I think it is just a wash. I mean. It's just like we're gonna see how Puka Nakua does. One of the most cursed trades. <laughs> I hope Jared Goff doesn't get touched by this trade for your sake. It was just one by one. I sure as hell hope Jared. He's Goff. the last domino. Sw- <laughs> He's the last domino. He's next. Jer- soon as, uh, no, turns I'm serious. Out, Jared Goff gets arrested for racketeering this week. <laughs> for tax evasion. Fucking tax like, evasion. Yeah. Oh my just, like, god. Violent, fraud. Some Rico or like something. Like tax fraud. <laughs> Jared Goff on his new Jared Seltzers. <laughs> it's all just a ploy. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was maybe, like, the worst trade I've ever been a part Probably of. Probably the funniest trade. Yeah. Honestly, I think in my my illustrious career of trading. Um, yeah. I say that ironically. Um, anyways, I, I hope that you enjoyed I mean, this. Just, it really fucked over <laughs> your team, too. 
Flipped over both of our teams. Yeah. Just fucked Especially since, oh, we forgot to mention Justin Fields got injured. Oh, yeah, so that's right. So you were just right, left with Jared Goff. I was, I was forced to play. So you really did need him. Like, I kind of threw in him the gran- in. In the grand scheme of things, I really did need Jared I kind of threw him in, like, whatever. Like, I have an extra quarterback. You can have Jared Goff. You're a Lions fan. I'm a Lions fan. I'll take him. I'll always take a Jared Goff. Yeah, and it turned out <laughs> to be, like, very necessary. Like, the only thing that's good about it. But yeah. he's not. <laughs> you said, He's nice. He's nice. Look at that. I'm scared. Oh God. Well, he, he's on bye this week, so hopefully nothing bad happens to him. Oh my God. Anyways, I hope you. Imagine? I hope you guys listening at home he's, enjoyed. He, he's speeding this. fifty miles over the speed. I hope you guys at home enjoyed this very spooky episode of Good News, Bad News, More News. Stop it! No farts when I'm doing the outro. Oh. Uh, anyways, this has been Ryan, the permanent ghoul. <laughs> why do you pay, why do you patronize me like this? and this is Finn is a phantasm <laughs> genius that Finn is phantom Finn is dead that's what I signed Finn on the is Fazbear Finn, Finn, Finn is Fazbear don't what Five Nights at Freddy's animatronic would you be You seem like a Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel I feel Bonnie on most days. No, I think you're Foxy. I'm Foxy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a that's a really great compliment. I agree with you. I'm definitely a Freddy. You're definitely a Freddy or maybe kinda like the 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 like rock of the group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like But like, you know, you you're Freddy. Like yeah. that's that's just who you, maybe even Golden Freddy. Finn is Fazbear. Finn is Fazbear. But Golden Freddy's like a whole. He's a whole other specter. Yeah, he's more like this lore. Yeah, and, you know. Who'd I be had to th- explain to one of our friends Sam the other day about, about the lore? Golden Freddy. I'm like, dude, you he doesn't know about Golden Freddy because he watched the movie and he was like, "There's a fifth child." I, I'm not gonna spoil the movie. Well, it's lore, but yeah. is Golden Freddy in the movie? Yes, Fuck, but not not actually, but like the the child is. Yeah, the fifth child. Yeah. And Matt Pat. But I was telling him, Golden Freddy was the doesn't first have one. any like animatronic parts in it. It's just a suit. Right. And that's why like you just see it like crumpled on the floor. Like slouched over. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was paired with the Spring Bonnie suit that William Afton wears. Right. It, there was Spring it was fa- it was Fazbear's family diner and it was right. just the two. And then they're both spring lock suits, but when William Afton first killed the first killed the kid he wait no it's the body in no no it's um this is very spooky no it's because (laughs) it was william afton's son and his brother stuck him up in the the jaws and then it bit his head off and then his spirit that was the bite of 87 bite of 87 was that the bite of 87 yeah anyways i'm probably gonna cut this out (laughs) like nobody on spotify (laughs) is gonna want to listen to this we can add a little bone. No, this is this crossover between the fantasy football, football and Five Nights at Freddy's franchise has been. Awesome. Have you seen the movie? We need to. We really need. To, okay, do you want to go this week? Do you want to go this week? Is it on Peacock? Yeah, we can watch it at home. Holy shit, dude! We gotta watch that. All right. No, I want to see it in theaters. Time to go. We gotta to go, go see the fucking Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Time to go. Bye, guys.